We hope you'll be blessed and inspired and challenged and motivated by this fresh word from Christian Heritage Church. You see, when we understand where we're at in Jesus Christ and who we are, when we understand where He has placed us and why, it gives us liberty and freedom to flow with the Spirit of God, to follow Him. When we don't understand our position in Christ, then we resist what He wants us to do. We rebel against His instructions. We keep our feet planted firmly where they've always been because we're not open to any change. But I've come to tell you this morning that the Spirit of God is a Spirit that brings change into our hearts and into our lives. And sometimes those changes appear to be very positive. Sometimes they appear to be negative from our perspective. But we have to remember that God has already said, everything, all things work together for good to those who know the Lord, to those who are the called according to His purpose. And often when we're talking about where we are in Christ and what God is wanting to do with us, we come to the place and the position that we think it's all about today. It's all about this life. It's all about what I can see and feel and experience. It's all about, to put it another way, me. But that's really not what it's about. It's about God accomplishing His will in your life. In our text this morning from Second Peter uh, chapter 1, Verses 10 and 11, Paul, or excuse me, Peter gives us the reasons why we should hang on to the promises of God. He tells us why God has already provided everything for us so that we could be victorious. This is what he says in verses 10 and 11, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Now that's talking about this life. He's saying you're going to be victorious. If you'll hang on to the promises of God and remember that God has placed you in a position where if you received all power and godliness in order to be an overcomer and a a victor, if you understand that, then he says you will never stumble. I think that's good news for us today. There's hope for us today. We know by that verse we can in fact live in victory over the enemy. And then he goes on to say in verse 11, For an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you know what he's saying? He's saying, folks, it's all about eternity. It's all about heaven. Yes, God is going to make you a victor in this life, but the ultimate goal is to get you into eternity where forever you will live with Him. We read those verses 3 and 4, and we see all power has been given to us that pertain to life and godliness. And then we see we've been given great and precious promises that through these we become partakers of His divine nature, and we stop there. We let it end there. But I've got news for you. God's doing everything He's doing in you to get you into eternity. He's working good works in you to prepare you and to fit you to live and reign and rule with Him forever. It's not about today. Oh, that encourages me because that lets me know, Sister Joyce, that even though it's not about today, God has a greater plan. And one day, that wheelchair will not be my destiny, but I'm going to be walking on streets of gold. I'm going to singing and shouting and thanking God that He's done a completed work in my life. Somebody needs to get that in their spirit this morning because we are so short-sighted. We think that it's all about today. It's not about today. It's so He can give us an abundant entrance into eternal life. 
Hear me this morning. It's not about today. It's about heaven. It's about forever. It's about eternity. This life is but a vapor, the Scripture tells us. It's here and then it's gone. But eternity is forever. And I don't know about you, but I want to make sure that I prepare my heart and prepare my life so I'm ready for forever. I'm ready for eternity. I'm ready to spend my my eternal life with God in heaven, ruling and reigning with Him. Hear me this morning. Don't be short-sighted. Understand it's about eternity. Understand God has greater things in store for us. Understand that there is prepared for us in heaven things we can't even begin to describe or imagine. It's beyond our vocabulary. It's beyond our ability to perceive. It's beyond our ability to to describe when we understand what God is doing for you and me. Can I challenge you parents, teach your kids about heaven? Can I challenge you grandparents, teach your grandkids about heaven? Can I challenge you? Talk to each other about what God's doing for us in heaven. Listen, I'm not going to heaven to see my relatives that went on before me. You need to get that out of your mind. That's stinking thinking. I'm going to heaven to see the Lord Jesus Christ who died on a cross for my sins and on the third day rose again and he rules and reigns as the victor, the champion, the overcomer who's defeated every attack of the enemy. Every force of hell bows at his knee. That's why I'm going to heaven. Come on, folks, get it straight in your mind. I hear so many people say all the time, well, I want to go see Grandma. You missed the whole point. I know you love grandma, but you missed the whole point. The point is, and you need to read Revelation chapter 4. We'll be there on Wednesday night, and you begin to understand what heaven is really like. Read about the one who became man and gave his life for you and me and now sits at the right hand of the Father. Oh, come on, church. We've got to live for eternity. Peter said, so you will have an entrance, and entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I haven't had time to break that down because I really wasn't talking about, thinking about talking about that today, but we're going to break that verse down in a couple of weeks. And I want you to begin to understand what exactly that means. Read it one more time. He said, so that an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, my word picture, when I see that in my mind, you know what I see? I see horns and drums and parades. I see a welcome home parade saying, come on in. I've already prepared all this for you. What did Jesus say in John 14? Let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. If you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Oh, come on. An abundant entrance into the everlasting kingdom of our God and Savior. Begin thinking about what He's doing for you and begin thinking about eternity and then begin couching and phrasing your life in the aspect of eternity. Not in the aspect of, I don't have enough money to pay my bills today. You see, when we begin thinking in terms of eternity, it shifts our focus. 
And we begin to realize, my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The wealth in every mind, as the old song says. We begin to realize, and he shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. We begin to realize, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. We begin to realize, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. We don't worry about not have enough money to pay our bills because we're thinking about eternity we got a promise in our heart that's stronger than the death that's in our face so when we begin thinking about eternity we really don't worry much about our physical bodies and the health issues we may have but rather we focus on the fact that he has already declared by your stripes by his stripes that you are healed He has already declared, I've sent my word to heal you. He's already declared that there is coming a place where there will be no tears and no sorrow, where there is no lameness, where there is no sickness, where there is, oh, come on, folks, you can endure it for a moment for the hope that is eternity. But so many times we as believers, oh, man, I just don't think I'm going to get through this. Who is your God? The diagnosis? Or the Lord Jesus Christ? Who is your God? That's what you need to ask yourself. I hurt my knee on the hoka hay, my right knee. I've got to have it replaced here in a few weeks. People say, oh, that's terrible. No, it's really not a big deal. It's a part of life. Do you understand that the attacks in the physical body are a part of being human? Don't let them get you down. Don't let them steal your joy. Don't let them cap your promise. But stand on your feet and declare, my God is well able. My God is the victor. My God will see me through. And whether it's here or in eternity, I will be made whole. Oh, come on, get it in your spirit today. We allow things of this life to work like a burr under our saddle. And all we do is buck and pitch against everything that comes against us. Come on, folks, it's time to relax in God. The Apostle Paul tells us in the message we should learn the unforced rhythms of God's grace. That's a great statement. The unforced rhythms of God's grace. What it means is we should so flow with this spirit that regardless of what we encounter, there is no interruption in the flow of God's grace into my life. Amen. I'm going to preach myself happy today. We need to understand God's on the throne. God has a plan for our lives. He positions us to walk into that plan. What did Jeremiah say? He said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. Why? To bring about an expected end. A newer translation says to bring you hope and future. I don't know about you, but I want some hope. And I want to know i got a future. And it happens when I focus on eternity, not on the problem that's in my life. I woke up at 3.40 this morning, never went back to sleep. My knee was hurting so bad I couldn't sleep. I thought, you know, I'm going to have to use that chair today. I hate that. I, I hate that chair. I hate it with a passion. I don't want to sit in it. I want to be strong. I want to be able to push through it. But there are times when I have to say when I'm weak, that's when he's strong. I have to say I can't, but he can. 
Oh, come on, folks. It's come to realize what we are dealing with today is but for a moment. And God is preparing us for a wonderful entrance and abundant entrance into the everlasting kingdom of our God. Get it in your spirit. Let it be hope to you this morning. Let it flow in your heart and flow in your life. Father, in this room today, I pray that you let this truth penetrate the heart of your people. Let them see, know, and understand. It's not about what we're dealing with today. It's about eternity. And you have already said you've given us exceeding great and precious promises, whereby we become partakers of your divine nature so that... We may not stumble, and we'll have an abundant entrance into the kingdom of God. I prefer everyone in this room that are tripping and stumbling over the problems of life. Strengthen them right now. Help them to look up, not out, and to feel the presence of God flowing in their lives. Help them to realize, if God is for me, who can be against me? Who can be against me? What devil in hell? What diagnosis? What financial malady? What relationship woe can distract me if God be for me? If God be for me, who can be against me? Because He's already giving me these great and precious promises that make me more like Him. And because of those promises and what they do in my life, He's going to keep me from stumbling. And He's going to give me an abundant entrance into the everlasting kingdom of our God. I've got to ask this morning, are you here? And you've never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? You've never asked Him to forgive you of your sins and to come to your life? If that's you, today's your day. Right where you said, just slip up your hand and say, pray for me, Steve. I need Jesus. I need to be forgiven. I want Christ to come into my life. Yes, anyone else? You'll join this one who has raised her hand. Anyone else? So wait just a moment. I need Christ in my life. I need to be forgiven. I want God to do a work in me. So wait just another moment. Stand your feet with me across this room. Young lady, come and join me right down here. We're going to pray together. Yvonne, come and you're going to pray with her. Tom, I want you to sing it out one more time. I need you. I need you. Would you declare your dependency upon the Lord this morning? Would you declare your dependency to the Lord this morning and just ask God to do a work in your heart and a work in your life? Sing it out. I need you, Lord. Our prayer is that God will take this word and plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. Father, we pray for your great wisdom to infiltrate this listener, draw them to you, and take them gently down the road to their next destination in life. And if you're in need of a home church, we invite you to join us at Christian Heritage Church on Shera Road in Tallahassee, Florida, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. For a worship service where the presence of God has first place, you're invited to Christian Heritage Church. Sunday morning service is at 10.30, Wednesday evening at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For all the latest information, visit our website, chctoday.com.